Greetings and salutations, all. That's from uh, Buckaroo Banzai. I remember the first time I ever heard that. It was Greetings and Salutations, Buckaroo Banzai. Everyone should watch that movie. It's pretty good. Maybe they should remake it. Who knows? If you're listening to this, this is a podcast for me. A podcast for me. A podcast for you. A podcast for one and all. And um, if you're listening to this, you can uh, leave me comments or reviews on the SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. That'd be great. And share away as much as possible. But not those first 10 podcasts I made. That was just starting out. This one, though, is average. You know, you, you think about it. I'm getting average at this. I'm just trying to work at the craft more and more as time progresses. It's hard to do the podcast nowadays. It's hard to find time, but I'm still pumping them out one week at a time. At least one, minimum. I'll try to work my way up to two or three, but meh. we'll see. Okay, well, so let's get into it. Some news. found a lot of controversial news uh, I, I want to riff about. You know, not the, the dying and killing of people or anything like that. We're just going to go and talk about things that were going down. So in the news, um, this one article I found, uh, it happened this week. Um, I guess this is a movie called All the Money in the World. And um, I guess it came out that uh, an actress in the movie, her name is Michelle Williams, she made less money than uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, he's also in the movie I guess he's like the main guy and she's like the co-star if anything and she she's mad about that and she goes it's it's wrong and you know disparity between you know paying actors and actresses is great which she she's right that is a true thing that they do pay actors and actresses um wrong like if if you have a movie but the weird but the weird thing is it's it's how the movie cracks up to be because women um not women movies in themselves pay the person who brings the money to the to the movie so if you had say for instance uh Meryl Streep Academy Award winning Meryl Streep and uh a bunch of no name guy actors that's going to happen, and she's going to make more money. It's just the nature of how Hollywood works and the way they pay people. They pay people that are well, – the first is the agent who negotiates the money. But if they pay the a- actor or actress you know, depending on how much star power they have. Then it becomes a battle of star power, you know, Tom Cruise versus Meryl Streep. But they can only – well, the, well, most times they do movies, uh, especially the the big time actors like Tom Cruise, or Meryl Streep, or anything like that. The movie's kind of designed around them. Like you got the movie, and then you can only afford like the one or the other a- actor or actresses, and then they just have to like negotiate contracts and things like that. I know it's, it sounds very convoluted, but that's how it's always been. And now. Um, there's a narrative in America, you know, women aren't being treated the same as men, which I do agree with, and but not for the very reasons that most people would be, because it seems to be if you're a white man, you're fucked. You know, in America, you are fucked. I'm not a white man, so that's how that works out. But I've noticed a narrative in which if you're a white dude, you're fucked. <laughs> you you should be ashamed of who you are that kind of thing and um it's so powerful nowadays so the new thing now is fucking over actors and actresses they're like this woman she spout her she tooted her horn now it would have been it would have been something though because you got mark Wahlberg, berg and if she was meryl Streep, then you could have had an argument there but this is uh michelle williams and i heard the argument was because she's a she's an academy award-winning da-da-da-da-da and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What about Mark Wahlberg? You know, he's he's been in a lot of movies that bring a lot of money. You know, he's been in two Transformer movies. Now, those are terrible fucking movies. And I'm not a Mark Wahlberg fan. But you have, you have this guy in two Transformer movies, franchise, brings in lots of money. I mean, if he was 
Say he just came in the first movie. That's one thing. Whoa, Mark Wahlberg in a fucking Transformer movie. What the fuck? Then they brought him back for a second movie. I mean, he's not a shallow booth, you know. That guy was three movies in, and they were like, fuck this guy. And Mark Wahlberg, they brought him back, you know. And they pay him a lot. And, like, and he's been around longer, you know. I... it's it's stupid that she's like jumping in this whole thing where she's like, you know, oh woe is me, how dare they pay this guy more? It's because I'm a girl. No, it's because he's Mark Wahlberg and you're you're Michelle Williams. You know, I mean, let's be real. Like you got you got Transformers and you come in a movie called Oz the Great and the Powerful. Let's fucking be real. Like what 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 brought more money in? You know, that's what they give a fuck about. And he's been active. He's been in Ted 1 and 2. And I'm not a fan of these movies. I'm just saying, like, Ted is a franchise now because they got two of them movies. If it was just one, that'd be one thing. But he's already in a sequel. He's in another franchise, the Daddy's Home thing. He's in a second movie. I mean, he's in movies where they're making enough money to make a sequel. And I know that she's... Uh, she's she, this Michelle Williams, she's in fucking movies that are up there you know like uh let's see here she was in manchester by the sea which was pretty intense i mean she she was nominated for four oscars that's intense that's two more than mark Wahlberg. but like her movie um it's not about what awards you've won or whatever it's about how much money you're bringing in come on let's be real uh you've been in a movie called sweet front whatever what is a sweet francesca or whatever i mean in comparison to daddy's home too or some shit i mean like you're not making that much money lady you know you're not bringing like what how many times in your life you're saying oh i'm totally gonna watch this movie because michelle williams is in it no one that's just the way it is and then mark Wahlberg, you know it's not like i watch a movie based because it's walt uh Mark Wahlberg, but like, if you had to choose between the two, you'd probably go to a Mark Wahlberg movie. And yeah, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen more Mark Wahlberg movies as opposed to Michelle. Uh, what are what's her name? Williams. You know, the guy has like ten years off of her, off uh, on her. He's been around. It's just this is getting out of control. Like what she's, and then like the thing is, another thing um, is that. Mark Wahlberg donated a bunch of money, you know, to to some, I don't know, some cause that's trying to help act- actresses get the same amount of money as a dude. It's just kind of fucked up, though, because, like, you got, here you got Mark Wahlberg, and he's, like, a guy who brings in money because he's been in so many movies, and you got this lady who doesn't do as much. If you had a... <laughs> It'd be fucked up as a car salesman and he sold more cars and she sold maybe one or two cars and she's like, my pay isn't equal to his. Well, the fucking guy brought in more. I mean, you could, you should shit on your agent and you should shit on the movies you're in, you know, if anything, but you shouldn't be shitting on like the company who hired both of them. They wanted to pay a bigger player than you. You know, it just so happens he's a dude and he's white. If if he was like a black guy, maybe something would have been different. Or maybe if it was another girl. But, you know, guys who start in movies with Meryl Streep don't fucking bitch. You don't hear them say, oh, why the fuck did she get paid more? Because Meryl fucking Streep. That's why. <laughs> you know, I mean, it goes both ways, but it's not like that. The narrative in America now is... You know, it sucks to be you as a white guy. You have no rights. It, only the women have rights. They are the ones who could be victims. Guys can't be victims of anything, really. They are sexual perpetrators. They make more money because they're sexist. And that's what this this is the narrative nowadays. That's captured America. And, you know, in the future, when men become subservient to women, which will fucking happen because they swung that pendulum that way. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, pendulum is like this ball that goes one way and then the other swings back and forth. That's all it does, right? Well, we've been, as men, oppressing women for so long that it's swinging so far the other way. And it's going to be a thing in which we might not have the right to vote anymore as men. 
So we're too volatile. We're, we're too hated. We, we rape and kill so much. We cause all the rape and murders and shit like that, you know? <laughs> and this is like a low-budget movie, like, a, like an indie film, this movie that they're talking about. And people don't normally get paid as much. And the movies themselves, they don't like... Uh, they have to pay who they, they. If you have an indie movie and you got like a like a hardcore actor in there, they gotta put as much as they can just to get that one guy because they don't make that much money in these movies. You know, they don't. The movies themselves don't have enough money. That's what makes them so independent. You know, whatever, man. That just sucks. Like I'm looking at Mark Wahlberg, uh, his his fucking thing. He produces. He's a big name. You know, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. He's in a lot of fucking movies, you know. And you got Michelle Williams. She's like, she's a big player now, you know. What's her biggest accolade? She's in Manchester by the Sea and fucking Dawson's Creek, you know. Oh, whatever. But because she did this, you know, it sucks because people who have valid criticism and arguments, you know, what you did was you you made yourself the enemy in a way you did you hurt the cause more because one you're not as popular as mark walbert and two you don't bring in as much money if you had been in the movie and you had a nobody with you and he was a guy and he got paid more that would have been a fucking argument or instead of being michelle williams you were fucking uh, Scarlett Johansson. I bet she would make more money than Mark Wahlberg because she, she's in a lot more and she's more famous. It's just fucking dumb, dude. You did you, you harmed your own cause because there is probably a disparity in Hollywood when it comes to paying people, but you fucked it all up because you're just a, you're you're fucking nobody. You know, I well not nobody. Let's be real. I'm a nobody. That's that's true true. You know, but. Like, you compare yourself to Mark Wahlberg, you, you weren't at that level. Like, I wish they did a breakdown. I probably could have Googled it. I didn't want to. Because I already know. It, Mark Wahlberg probably <laughs> brings in more money than you do. And, like, on IMBD, they got this popularity thing. Uh, I think, yeah. I think, uh, let's do that. 27. Yeah. Seems like, what the fuck is going on here? Ah, I can't get out of this. Well, I'll close this up. It turns out, like, I guess he's more popular on IMDb. But whatever. That's, that's, that's it. That's, that's all I got about that. I just, ugh. And then he backed down and gave out money just so he could look good, too. Yeah, well, whatever. Alright, here we go. Here's another story. Uh, projector lights up Trump's DC hotel with shithole and poop emojis. So someone kind of analyzed a, a Trump area, putting shithole all over the, um, his hotel, I guess. Now what that, you know, okay. So what happened was this week, uh, Trump made a racist comment and okay, let me take a step back. He made a comment. He called, uh, he called the country a, uh. Uh, the country of Haiti, an African country, goes, why are these people, why, let's see, why are we having all these people from shithole countries come here? So, I guess he said that, and then he says, we should have more people from Norway come over. Now, what makes that so racist is, like, Norway is, like, the whitest white, and he, 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 he likens all these other people, other people, from, like, when he was addressing, he was talking about, um, like Haiti and South Africa or Africa or whatever the fuck. He was calling them shitholes, you know? So, and then he, you know, all, you know, colored people, shitholes, and Norway, we want those people. So that's blatantly racist. And that's our president. And that's, that's what's going on in uh, January 14th, 2018. Of this, of this time and period, our president of the United States is racist. We all knew it. But he's just like, calling country shitholes and 
wants more white people. This will galvanize more racist people. This, this is great. This is great. I laughed when I first heard that he called a, a country a shithole. I was like, God damn, at least he doesn't give a fuck. It's like he's he's blatant. He should just keep pushing forward and get himself the fuck out of that presidency. You know, just just keep just just no filter. Just be you. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how that ends up. Uh, psh, that's the end of that story. Hey, I'm not gonna be deep into that fucking thing. I'm not that ragealistic. I just know that he's racist, and uh, everything he says, man, is becoming a narrative of him being racist. <laughs> um, all right, here, okay. So I watch uh, this show called Star Trek Discovery, and I like it a lot, tremendously. And a spoiler alert: uh, there's one episode, the most recent one. It was uh, they go to uh, another universe or whatever. And uh, one of the characters who happens to be gay dies. They kill him. And I guess it's a th- – like, which sucked because I liked him. I liked him as a character. I was like, oh, this guy's cool. And then he dies. And I, I didn't know this was going to be a thing, but it goes – start. They, just, they consulted, I guess, Glad on the gay character death. So Glad's like, you know, an advocate for gay rights and everything. And they talked to him first before they killed the character because they were afraid that they might get a uh, recompense. You know, people were like, what the fuck? You only hate gay people. And, you, and what the fuck is that? Why Why is that a thing? So if if a person dies and he's straight or her or, sh- or she, she's straight, nothing. But if you kill a gay character, that's a thing. That's like your, your, your I don't know prejudice against gays because you killed a gay character i mean why 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 is that gonna be a thing why can't you can kill characters it's it's a fucking tv show in science fiction they can introduce another gay character who gives a fuck that's just bullshit that that became a thing and which you can't that's that's how like delicate we are as a society now You, you can't even you can't even kill a character in a fake tv show you know because you're you're fearful of whatever kind of community they're part of, whether it be gay or transgender or some stupid shit like that. And this whole LGBTQ thing is growing, growing letters. It's just gonna it's gonna, it's gonna be QRSTUV kind of thing, you know? Because they just can't they just can't figure it out, you know? It, consulting them for killing a character just in case you never know. Okay, so that's it for Star Trek Discovery on that. And you probably not even be dead fully. You might come back as some kind of interdimensional alien or some shit like that. So there. Alright, so let's see here. Former Google engineer suing company over perceived discrimination. Perceived discrimination against white men. That's just something I was talking about earlier and I usually talk about is like the death of the white man. Uh, This guy, okay, so a little background. Google Google has these, they encourage people talking about whatever their thoughts are. You know, I guess they, they promote that. So you put out memos and shit like that. Mission statements. You know, like Jerry Maguire, mission statement. Less people... More per- interpersonal relationships, that kind of, or some shit like that. Be more, be more in tune with your client, that kind of thing. Or this is what we, where company should do, and things like that. Okay, so I guess something happened, in which the, he was okay. So he makes a uh, ten-page document about gender, uh, gender gap. Okay, and um, oh, three thousand word memo, huh? That's a, that's a lot of words, and he's citing. Um, different statistics and things like that and it bo- and he like okay so they boiled it down and turned it into a thing in which he was sexist and it wasn't and he was explaining uh i guess mansplaining but he was explaining um the gender gap in a way that was different from the traditional thing because like the narrative now in america is there is a gender gap and if you disagree with it obviously you're sexist now he he was trying to explain that and that and he cites different um <clears throat> uh, documents and and uh, reports but 
no one gives a fuck. They just read, he's not down for the cause, so obviously he's an idiot. But 3,000 pages of um, the gender gap is not what you think, you know. It's due to the differences between men, biological differences between men and women, which is another red flag because you can't, you, you can't say that nowadays. You can't say men and women are different. In this day and age, they're the same, even though, you know, traditionally a dude's bigger, a girl's not as big you know that kind of thing and there's outliers but uh women have you know uh her their bone structure is different smaller uh, thinner not thinner bones but like they're not their bones aren't as dense that's why they they typically get osteoporosis you know as they get older you know those kinds of things but that doesn't exist that's not a real thing i guess the narrative is that are equal we're equal in all respects so he explains things like you know um women most women don't choose to work in the police field or they choose they don't choose to be an engineer they don't choose to be a coal miner things like that and men do uh, women usually uh decide to stay home to raise their kids mostly and uh like they don't do as much overtime things like that right he he cites a bunch of things like that well it got turned into a thing where it was misogynistic people had to take a day off they thought they felt threatened by his words things like that so now he's suing because he's a white man and he said that men and women are different and he said and he and in three thousand pages, he tried to explain why they're different. As a, like, here's his thought. So basically, in a company that says, "Hey, we like to hear your thoughts about things and we promote this kind of shit," he not only gave out his thoughts, he cited documents to back up his statement. If anything, if anything, they should have created a counterpoint. If that was the case, if it was a case in which he's wrong directly obviously then you could have cited your own 3000 word memo <clears throat> that's the real way you should fight free uh speech you should say the opposite of what they're saying and cite their um narrative you know it's wrong to be silence this person how dare he say this you know i mean would it be nazi germany you know we just censor uh like things when we don't like how they come out you know i mean i thought we had freedom of speech and so what if it's freedom of speech and you want to have consequences then let's let's go that direction do not promote free speech then say hey this is a company and we don't want to hear your thoughts only if it suits the narrative of america so if you would have said there's a gender gap here we are three thousand words and that's cool but if you're against it you're done it's not like this guy was misogynistic at all like i've heard this guy speak he's just a nerd and um he was just going by stats and um now he's gonna sue because they just outright didn't even want to hear him didn't want to read his words just took the took the minority and went with it oh you can't have that so yeah they're gonna he's gonna sue and i hopefully i hope he wins because it's kind of a bullshit move where a group of people in a company formed a giant clique and decided you know what whatever we say goes you have a different opinion we're gonna fire you that's fucking discrimination it just is it, it, i think that what he should have done was um maybe talk to a girl like this is strategy. He should have talked to another female, convince her of what he's talking about, and said, "See here, here, and here." And if and if she was convinced, why not have her do it and say it's from her? I think it would have went differently. Maybe she would have got fired. I don't think so. I think woman coming from a woman, it would have more validity. When a man tries to explain something, no matter if he's right or wrong, and it has like a, a trigger value to it like this it just doesn't work if you're talking about racism and stuff like that on black people you should have a black person talk about it not a white person even if the guy's right this is sexism you got to have a woman talk about that shit through a proxy or something like that it's just yeah i hope he wins i really do
They did fire him for no reason, you know. They fired him just because he had a different opinion than the narrative. Yeah. That that is how it is, though. If a group of people decide one day, you know, women should be on top, that's just the way it's going to be. And if a group of people think that women should be below, that's how it's going to be. You know, I'm surprised we got this far, you know, the way we are now. Um because we all listened. Now we're doing the exact same fucking thing that we did in the 70s or in the 60s. When someone has like a thought and doesn't agree with the narrative of everyone else, we're going to ridicule them and get rid of them. And now it's the new thing is get rid of the white men. Get rid of them. That's what, that's what we got going on nowadays. Trump's not helping things. <laughs> He's just not. He's making it worse. <laughs> just sucks to be a white guy. That's all I got to say. Uh, let's see here. Liam Nielsen. But, all right. Now, this is not, I'm not going to get too deeply into this, but Liam Nielsen calls the me, hashtag MeToo movement a bit of a witch hunt. This guy, I'm surprised he wasn't flogged on site for saying that. You know, he's a white guy, and he's talking about how uh, this whole Me Too, which is uh, a thing in where people are, like, women are coming out and saying that these actors. These guy actors have, like, not molested them, but uh, sexually harassed them back back in the day. And Liam Nielsen, and then the thing is, hashtag me too means like, oh, yeah, that, that happened to me. Liam Nielsen says, this shit's witch hunt, you know, I mean, meaning that the people saying this, you know, are just, you know, trying to get. Uh, people in trouble you know like the witch salem witch hunts you know they're like that's a witch that's a witch that's a witch and they would fucking kill these people so we've been doing this for years everybody we have been for a long time pointing a group of people out and killing them well now it's more figuratively you know and he's got a point yes you know there are gonna be bad people out there that are like yeah that guy he touched my ass two years ago or a hundred years ago whatever that's gonna happen but i mean the narrative now is like stating your opinion does not work if you are against the the narrative of what everyone else is you're gonna get fucking flogged i'm surprised he's not in jail right now for some shit like that you know like i don't know having your own opinion that goes against what everyone else says is not a good thing but he gets away with it for now, I'm pretty sure that'll come back because this is recent news. Someone's gonna fucking come after this guy. <sighs> he did. He did say something to the effect though about the pay gap as well. He was all like, "That's fucking crazy. The pay gap. Men and women should be paid the same." And then they asked him, "Would you take a pay cut so that they get paid equally?" He goes, "Fuck no." <laughs> but that's a stupid thing to say, right? Like. Yeah, you, you take a pay cut, so you should be punished so that other people um, can get paid more. That's like, that is almost a mentality that we have going on now. You got your rich class, middle class, and poor class. The middle class and the poor people are fighting each other because the rich people who are paying them are only paying middle class a certain amount of money and the poor a certain amount of money. So the thought is, hey, let's just make the middle class not make as much and make the and they'll give the money to the poor. Now, the people who are paying the people should be the ones who fix everything. They're the ones who are paying everybody. I mean, damn, you know, that's that's a thing now, you know. The the middle and the poor just attacking each other. And this is the same kind of thing. The producers who are paying Liam Nielsen and whoever other co-star are the ones who should be paying them equal. Not Liam Nielsen is the one who should get paid less so the the other one could pay equal. It, it, the problem isn't Liam Nielsen. The problem is the person who's paying the two. Just like minimum wage and fucking middle class it's not that if we raise middle uh we should lower whatever middle class makes so that the poor can make it it's whoever the fuck is paying the two people whatever that's all that is <laughs> all right that's my thoughts on that let's hear late night tv host skewer ah whatever on that here's in the news james franco so I guess 
Well, man, I'm noticing a theme here, but it caught my eye. James Franco is an actor, and he's getting the whole sexual misconduct. People are saying he did some shit too, right? And James Franco, a little known thing about this guy, is that he's a um, he's a smart guy. You ever seen him talk? He's pretty smart. Uh, he don't look it though. Sometimes he has like, like the 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 closed eyes look because he's fucking high or whatever. But he is a present person, meaning he is in the moment. He knows what he's talking about. When you're talking to that guy, he's talking back and he's part of the conversation. He's not saying a bunch of fake shit just to get you know to meet the status quo of everyone else. You know, you know he's not the fake hashtag me too you know there's people out there just trying to trying to i don't garnish you know social p's and q's in the sense that like you know yeah i'm all about these rights but no you're not you're just saying that and jace franco is the is a legit guy and so they're saying that you know you you did you did this back in the day and you know a cool thing that he did was he didn't try to counter it he didn't try to apologize for it. he just said hey it's not true but i'm not i'm not here to try to take these people down they felt what they felt and uh they're putting it out there you know and you know this is an important thing because people do harass other people you know not me but other people and that's what he said you know like i'm it's more extreme you should google it but he didn't do the normal thing and say i didn't do it or I did do it, or apologize. He's he said, "Hey, I didn't do it, but it's not to take away from what they're saying." You know, like, hey, there is sexual harassment out there, not me. You know, and I think that's cool. You know, and he's a pretty smart guy, man. I think he has like a PhD in some fucking poetry or some shit like that. But um, it sucks too because he has a movie coming out. And this shit's going down. It seems like it's only going down because he, his movie's coming out, and that's why they're putting that shit out there. I don't know, but that seems like the the thing in Hollywood. They fucking random people coming out of nowhere saying, "Hey, you fucking did this." And that's it for that. So, yeah, I don't want to get into the gender pronouns. Let me talk about some work. So I was at work. That's it for news. That's it for news. I just want to move on to other subjects. This is depressing the hell out of me, kind of. But um, uh, I was the other day. Uh, a coworker uh, bought another coworker lunch for no reason. Just did it. It wasn't asked. It wasn't like, hey, let's eat. Like you're at a restaurant. It was just you. Just you know, I got you some food too. You know. For no reason. And it's it's cool when it isn't at the same time, if you think about it. I had a thought about that. I was like, it's like you're being held hostage in a way. Because they bought you food for no reason. And that puts you in the uh, cat into a weird situation in the sense that you can't reject it. You can't say, no, I don't want that or I'm not hungry. Well, I mean, you can say I'm not hungry, but that's kind of weird too, right? seeing that uh which i you know i would say you know but yeah you can't say no i can't take it you you take it now you're in a weird thing where you're forced to say thank you you know it's just a weird thing like if you were to go to a restaurant you pay for each other and that's your dynamic that's one thing but if you just randomly pay for somebody you know bought them food and just brought it in you are in fact creating a way like a hostage you're like i got you and they say i got you food now you will say thank you to me <laughs> or you have to call yourself a dick for saying no i don't know it was a random thought that i had i have those wrote it down <laughs> that's all about that um uh there's this uh, guy let's do uh dan Harmon. He's one of the creators of Rick and Morty, that famous show. A show that I like a lot. Good science fiction. Well, this guy's pretty funny. He's a funny guy. bit outrageous, though, in the sense that uh, he's too far left sometimes, but then sometimes he's on the level, so it's kind of a weird thing. So I was listening to him on about a situation that happened to him and his girlfriend. So they were at a bar, okay, 
And at the bar, they had just finished a, a bike ride. They were bike riding, like bicycling. So they're in their clothes and they're sweaty. And they just happen to stop by a bar. And um, Dan Harmon decided to take a picture of his girlfriend, right? And as he's doing it, this other guy comes out of nowhere and says, Hey, man, you want me to help me help you take a picture of you? And it, it was weird because the guy comes up, grabs, like, talks to him. Dan Harmon didn't want to be a dick. It's like, I, I guess. He, yeah. So what he does is he grabs up the camera and uh, I guess he he kind of uh, ca- not caresses her face. That's what he said, but I guess he moves her hair a little bit and says this picture will come out better this way and takes a picture of her, right? And um, that's a thing, okay? And Dan Harmon was really pissed about this because I guess he overthought about it. That's what he does. He thought about it. He goes, this guy fucking alpha-dogged him, you know? And he goes into detail about that and... Yeah, so I, I was thinking about it myself. I was like, okay, so here you got a situation where you're taking a picture of your girlfriend. This guy comes out of nowhere and decides that he could take a better picture, and he does that, and he and he touches your girl's hair. And he, like I don't know, what a what a creep. But Dan Harmon's uh, thought was, do I hit this guy, or uh, like he, that's how mad he was, you know, or maybe. I don't know, make a thing of it, like say no, and then just be an uncomfortable situation. And I put myself in those shoes. If it was me, I would have tried to come up with something witty. I'm like, nah, man, that's awkward. <laughs> I could take a picture. I could take a picture of my my girlfriend or whatever. That's what I would have said. I think in in s- certain social cues when someone tries to alpha you, and that's what that is. I mean, like um, you know, I mean, there's no. There's no rhyme or reason for another person to walk up to a couple taking, unless you were taking the picture in the sense of like, like, like a selfie. Like, a, like if I'm trying to take a selfie with me and my wife, you know, someone wants to take a picture of the two of us. That's one thing. But if I'm trying to take a picture of my wife and someone comes up to me and says, "Hey, I can do a better job," or however nice they say it, I don't care how fucking Rico Suave they are. It just doesn't make sense. For a, uh, another man to be going to another man to take a picture of, you know, of your lady. You know, even if he was like the world-renowned photographer of National Geographic or anything. If he had a, a camera that is $10 million or whatever. There's no sense in doing that. So, yes. Yes, that guy was trying to alpha dog that guy. And um, the only way... To diffuse that situation is to be witty. You really, I mean, really that's the only way. Because if you get aggressive, you seem like a dick in the social norm, you know. And if you were to um, get aggressive verbally, once again, you lost. So the best way is to be witty, you know, or funny. Be like, easy, National Geographic, I got this. You know, you can be witty and passive-aggressive. I mean, there's so many ways around that. But, you know, if you find yourself in a moment where you as a man is taking a picture. And this is, I mean, what do you, okay, so, okay, let's say you didn't want to be aggressive either. You didn't want to be witty either. You just, you'd be like, okay, go ahead, take a picture of my, my girl. Or, oh, a girl, not my girl, because that's possessiveness. What was I thinking? You go, go ahead and take a picture of the wife <laughs> whatever and they do it and then the you know mission diffused oh whatever i guess but i have to say for for a person like that guy he was getting pretty mad and he's gonna regret that for the rest of life and i think all men to some extent you know that's a thing you know being aggroed over if a man makes an overture where he puts his hand on your shoulder and just like dogs you or um tries to take a picture of your wife yeah you got to be witty you got to do something you know you can't be aggressive you just got to be witty and if you don't you're gonna regret it you know some at some core level maybe maybe you're at that level where this shit doesn't really affect you because it doesn't really because it's not like this is gonna win uh 
uh, win my wife over or whatever. It's it's just one. That's not that's not even a factor. This is for self respect. You're not gonna let someone spit on you, right? You're not gonna let someone call you an asshole to your face without saying something. I mean, I guess you could be all zen about it, but I strongly recommend being. You know, passive aggressive, make a funny comment, be witty. You know, because it is kind of a fucked up thing to take over like that. I, those are just my thoughts. I mean, I really, I mean, me personally, I would have done something as well. Uh, I don't think I would have let that go down. And at first, I was against Dan Harmon on that when he when he was talking about it, he was so angry and so aggro. And I think I, I I think that's all you know valid thinking, I guess. If you know, they did take a picture of your wife and they caressed her hair. I guess that's the thing. But, uh, or, or your girlfriend or whatever. But yeah, you should be witty. I agree. Something should be done. Because you can't, you can't just let people walk all over it. You gotta have some kind of self-respect. That, that is a thing. You know. And that's what I think about that. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that's, uh, comments on that. Um, let's see. What else I got going on here? Uh, so I wanted to Google something. Um, I guess this is a thing. There's like a lot of gender pronouns. Um, there's like 70 of them or 28 of them or hundred of them. And this is, this, this is a very hard thing to do. If this became a law and you had to identify people in this way, it, it would suck. Okay. For instance, I'll give you an example. So... This is like gender neutral thing, okay? So you got a word like Z. Z as in zebra, E as in echo, Z. And it's one refers to a person with Z or and her, H-I-R, and that's like the gender is unknown. So instead of saying, well, he shot this person in the face, you would say Z because, you know, the gender is unknown. Or... He came up to me and asked for Cheetos. You're, when you're explaining a story, you're trying to explain what the person was. So if you want to keep them gender neutral, you would use the word Z. Z came and gave me Cheetos. The person's gender had no bearing on the story at all. But it kind of does. I mean, like, if, it, if it's a dude and he's giving you Cheetos, you know it's a dude giving you Cheetos. Or if it's a guy hitting a girl, that's much different from a girl hitting a girl. I mean, uh, not all the time, but most times, you know? But then when you say Z punched a girl, you're like, what punched a girl? You're like, well, I can't uh, identify the gender because they're gender neutral. You know, that's ah, that's so complicated. (laughs) Here's another one they got going on. For the gender pronouns, knee. Uh, knee is a a three gender split. It's only used for masculine words, but it can also be used for feminine, feminine or neutral. Whew, I couldn't even use that in a sentence. They also got they as a singular word. Uh, they meaning usually when you say they. They have a lot of chips. That means a group of people have a lot of chips. But it could also be singular. That one guy, they. Oh, it's a lot. Um, there's also Z, X-E. Huh. I called Zem. Oh, that's how you conjugate that shit. Oh, man. It is hard. There's a lot of these words out there. Spivak or E. Eh. Or I called them, ear, eyes, gleamed. Oh my gosh! This I'm. This is literally all of it. Knee, V, I, Z, Z. There's a lot of gender pronouns. If you were forced to use those all the time, that would be fucking complicated in talking about somebody. Why can't it just be Steve or call him by their name? And this gender fluidity is a weird thing too. You're a girl, but sometimes you're a guy. Sometimes you're a guy. Sometimes you're a girl. Oh, just switch. Just like that. <laughs> That's a thing. Alright. Thought I had more to riff about, but no, I didn't. So, I'm going to end this podcast with some nerd talk. So, I liked doing the top 10 of something of 2017. So, I, I'm going to keep that theme going. 
until 2018 or 2019. I'll do 2018. So I got um. I got the top 10 video games of of uh, 2017. Now, a lot of these I haven't even played. Here we go. Number 10, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Have you ever played Uncharted? That's a pretty cool game. It's like Indiana Jones. Uh, it's basically Indiana Jones. That's all it is, you know? Now, The Lost Legacy is just a download content game, meaning it's, it's, it's part of the game that you bought uh, a while back. And they add parts to it where it's just a different story. It's a story about um, another person. Like, so think of instead of Indiana Jones, it's the story of Too Short, you know, the little kid. Is his name Too Short? Shortstop. Shortstop, I think his name is. Or whatever, you know, think of Indiana Jones and think of a sub-character and make that the story. And that's what it is. It's it's basically Indiana Jones without Indiana Jones. And uh, that was the number 10, huh? I guess. I don't even have a top 10 myself because I don't get to play as much as I used to. It just eats up so much time, you know, trying to do podcasts and kid and work and everything. Um, they have a reason why you should play it. Uh, for something that started out life as a piece of a story, started out life as a piece of a story, uh, Lost Legacy grew into something that was much fun. Have you ever played Uncharted? Really, it's it's a game you only play once. I mean, if you're playing Uncharted more than more than once, you must. You got A, you can't afford any other games, or B, you're crazy. I mean, the game was cool. You played that one time and you're done. Sixty bucks and you're done. You know. That's what games should be, really. It should be like you play them and they're done. Because Uncharted was pretty cool, but then when you beat it, there's no point to it. And actually, as I played the Uncharted series, the first game was, whew, it was amazing because it was so different. It was like, uh, it was how Tomb Raider should have been, okay? And then um, the the sequel was pretty good, and then you played, what, the, the third one? I thought the third one was the best. And, because uh, it felt like it was ending, Okay. And then you got the fourth one coming out. And it just seemed like, just I don't know, it felt boring in the sense. I mean, it wasn't boring. When I think back on it, I feel bored. But when I was playing it, I loved it. But it is kind of boring because in Uncharted, it was like um, you got this adventure Indiana Jones character and the, the job is over. It's it's over. He just does boring. His, he's living a normal life making money. And that's his life, Indiana Jones, as just a teacher, and that's it. You know, that's what he he was a an arch, he he was an archaeologist in that. He was like uh, excavating underwater trash. That's about it. <laughs> and he hated life. And then his brother comes out of nowhere, introduces him to a new adventure, and they have an adventure. And that's what the movie is. But it just it just seems sad and boring. I don't know. That's how I feel. Uh, let's see. And so they came up with the Lost Legacy. So it's Indiana Jones with Indiana Jones. You got this fucking girl who's a sub-character, and it's all about what she does. I guess. I mean, if you're into that. If you wanted another Uncharted game with a different character, so be it. But like I said, you know, you watch Indiana Jones, and then you watch a sub-character, and that's their story. You know, to each his own, if you're down for that. Uh... Number nine, Cuphead. I have never heard of this fucking game in my entire life. Cuphead. The fuck? How is this top ten? <laughs> Cuphead. What is it? A 2D platformer shooter or platforming shooter with an authentically vintage cartoon presentation and the old school challenge to match. Oh, okay. So it's a shooter. Shoot him up. Looks like Mickey Mouse, but with a Cuphead. Cuphead is right up there with Cortana or Metal Slug and the Pantheon of Stellar Co-op Running Gun Gauntlet. Who gives a fuck? It's just a running gun. I guess it could be fun if I, if I could play it for free. Is it a PC? It's on PC. Ah, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Ah, okay. Number eight, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. That's a first-person shooter where you kill Nazis. If you're into that. I'm not going to go deep into that, but I guess that made number eight. Never even played it. Never even played the first one. But people say it's a good story. Number seven, Destiny 2. I'll punch you in the face. You know, when Destiny 2 came out, I liked it. 
Um, but now it's just too hard to play in the sense that it, it takes up so much time. You have to have a good chunk of time to play that game. And uh, <clears throat> they removed a lot of things from the game that Destiny 1 was at the very end, which was dumb. You know, like six players playing in the, the Crucible and things like that. And just getting getting things. And uh, they're going to fix some things. So I'll probably jump into the loop again. But Destiny 2. If you've played Destiny, it's basically a first-person shooter. Uh, but it's an RPG too. I really do think they should advance the RPG parts of it. But they won't. It's like uh, you could shoot, you have powers. It's pretty cool. I wish they would just advance it because it is just shooting. But, I mean, they should advance some of the powers like running on walls or something. Teleporting more. Like they they have one character that could teleport and that's it. And they should just advance on that like teleport shooter. So, I don't know, create moves, man. It would have been fucking tight. But it's still a first-person shooter with a little bit of moves. Like, one guy can heal himself. That was cool. They had, they added that. They added uh, powers for these characters. Like a like a titan, he could bring up a shield. And a warlock, he could, bring, he could heal himself or make himself stronger. And I don't know what they did with the hunter. I think he could do backflips or something. That's pretty cool. But they should advance on that and let you customize the powers. Resident Evil 7, I guess is number six that's funny um so i guess they uh they didn't reboot resident evil they just had a they made this resident evil if you ever played it it's a zombie game the first one was about a zombies in a mansion and you have to get out and all these little like monsters are there and shit like that and then resident evil 2 is the same thing but in a city so basically they just kept getting more extreme one after another more action pack too like a lot like that before you could just shoot then you can shoot a knife, and now you can dodge and roll and punch and kick and all that bullshit. And uh, I guess Resident Evil 7 redu- reduces it to just inside of a house, and you just running from zombies and shit, and not as much action-y. It's more about scaring the fuck out of you. And that's Resident Evil uh, 7. I didn't play it. I- I've been done with Resident Evil for a while. I just can't get into it. I wish they'd just make new games instead of just making sequels. Whew, number five. I haven't even heard of this game. What Remains of Edith Finch? What is this? Uh, the Walking Simulator about a daughter returning to her eccentric family home, driven by a need to investigate the secrets of her mother and the house kept her from her from her. Uh, why should you play it? Yes, it Remains Earth is heartbreaking. Yes, you probably showed it to. Looks like Mist. I don't care. Oh, that looks boring. How did you even get into it? We're talking the best games of 2017, and you fucking put this game at number five? I haven't even heard of this fucking game. I, okay, I hang out with nerds, and I'm, I guarantee not one of them know what this fucking game is. Not one of them. And I'm a nerd, man. I watch Star Trek. I watch Dragon Ball. I watch movies. I play video games. Fuck, I'm playing uh, Assassin's Creed. and I played this Batman game just recently. It was pretty cool, which I'm going to play after this podcast. Uh, Number four, Super Mario Odyssey. That's legit. I don't play Mario anything, but uh, they're they're doing it. they keep making these Mario games. That's pretty fun. These are this. You know what you're getting into. You a fun game. And that was number four. I'm not gonna get deep into Super Mario. I don't give a shit. I really just don't. But hey, it's legit. Now that game deserves to be where it's at. I don't know about this. The fuck is this? Uh, the what remains of Edith Finch? Get the fuck out of here with that. But it is a new kind of game. So whatever. Number three, ah, I like this game, Assassin's Creed Origin. Holy shit, is that game good. I've been playing it too. Uh, it's big too. I've, I've been playing Assassin's Creed since they first came out. And they were always epic looking and they were cool and they had a really dynamic story. Well, this game is pretty cool, very open world, lots of shit to do. Uh, the story is okay. I like the character too. Um, the main character is, uh, um, I guess... I guess in Egypt, he's like the man of the people, and uh, he helps people like with quests. Like for an instance, there was this, they got a bunch of side quests, which and that what that is is you got in your main story, 
that's on the map and you can initiate that or you can do other missions that are around the entire scope of Egypt, which is huge, by the way. And in this game, it was funny that there was a mi- okay, you just randomly happened by these bad guys and they were uh, they were terrorizing this farm. You kill those guys. You find out that they're they were taxing the land, that area in particular, and they so they killed the family. So the the one survivor asked for revenge. So you kill them, you go and kill the people they came from, like they came from a city. Or like a, like a town far far away, and you kill everyone in the town. You find out that they're or a, a camp. You find out their camp from far away. You kill the, everyone in that camp. You find out who owns that camp. So you go into the city. You find the owner of the, of, of the, all these bad guys, and you kill him. And that's just a side story. I mean, he took it far <laughs> on that one. You don't even get rewarded that much, but it was pretty cool. Um, what else is cool about the game? The character himself is awesome. He. He kills his son by accident because these bad guys snuck up on him and some shit happens. He goes to kill a bad guy. They use his son to block. Kills his son. Terrible. It's terrible, right? But he isn't a brooding character. He's happy. He's go lucky. Uh, There's actually one awesome scene in which he has an old friend who's like, hey, how's all this? And uh, how's life in Siwa, where he comes from? And he he does this. They do this thing where they pan onto his face. This is different for Assassin's Creed. They're not really good on characters. They never were. You know, it was a good story. They weren't good at showing characters act a certain way. And he does this face where he's kind of like smiling, but you can see there's like grief in him. But he's not going to brood. He's like, ah, people change. You know, things happen. And he just he just kind of doesn't say anything. He doesn't go into his own fucking story with his bestie yeah people died i killed my son my children died things like that he doesn't get all sad and that's about it and i thought that was pretty cool it's well done why you should play it not only is the best open world adventure series yeah it is so good because if you between assassin's creed brotherhood and assassin's creed 3 and this game i think this is the top assassin's creed game i don't know because it Assassin's Creed, the game, is two parts. It's basically a person in the future. They f- figure a way to go into the body of somebody back in the back in the day, in, the, in history. Uh, and they find out through living this person's life where shit's at. Well, most of the game is in Egypt, and you don't see much of the future, and the future itself is boring. Uh, it's played by this one girl, and she... She's out looking for something, and she's living his life. It's the one time in all Assassin's Creed where I don't want to leave the Animus, and that's the, the the it's a machine that lets you go back in time. And when you're in the Animus, you're living the the world of the past. You know, I never want to leave. I I, I never want to go to the future. I remember the first game. I couldn't wait to go back to the future to see what was going on and what what's the real story. You know, but. This one, I hate the the narrative. So I guess it's not the best Assassin's Creed. But it's pretty fucking good. Uh, number two, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a pretty cool game. It's basically Tomb Raider, uh, but in the future. This uh, female warrior is in a post-apocalyptic world where everyone is being hunted by robots or some shit like that. But it's also a mix of nature and robots. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I just don't like the dead faces when they're talking to each other. I bought it for my wife. I haven't yet committed to playing it, but yeah. Oh, well. It's a PS4 exclusive, huh? Yeah, cool. Number one. Number one of 2017 is a game I haven't even played. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, what is it? It's a Nintendo game. Won a bunch of awards. It's Zelda. It's open world. Ugh. Uh, and that's it. I really don't care. I, yeah. And that is that. So, as your 2017 best games of 2017, uh, according to that gaming magazine that I just looked at, I don't care. <laughs> I don't agree with a lot of it. Um, what is my favorite game of 2017? Uh, usually I just play old games. I play Civilization quite a bit. I love that game. I've been playing, uh, I, I, I like to play Destiny. It's just so hard to get into a game like that 
so say there's like there's this um thing in which you have to it's called a raid where you have to fight uh series of mi- missions and you have to fight all these bad guys and you get this awesome stuff but you have to find like six other five other people to play with you you know my friends are always playing at different times they're already teamed up and they don't want to do that daunting task it's just, that's the way it is you know all right well that is that um that's it for the podcast for me uh Words to live by, I say, if you want to reach me, I'm on the podcast for me at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook with the same name. SoundCloud, iTunes. Leave me a review if you can. That'd be great. It's much appreciated. Let's me know what I need to do. Uh, if I need to increase more lists, I don't know. Be more funny. I'll try. <laughs> All right. And as always, I like to say, be the better person you that you should be (laughs) be the future you in the present or do better than you have done better do better now what's it uh everything you did yesterday do do better today how about that (laughs) okay well uh, that's about it guys um stay frosty everyone (laughs) 